My name is Gustavo Rocha, and I beat the often pad by uh, a heart attack that I had at 37 years old. And I changed my mind to try to help other people to be safe and have the same options I had at this moment. Welcome back to the Beat the Often Path podcast. I'm your host, Ross Palmer. On the show, we showcase unusual success stories to help us think outside the box in our lives and careers. Now, I created this show, in case you didn't know, because I was tired of people just complaining, complaining, complaining on social media. There were very few solutions or people attempting to solve the myriad problems that are facing us in our lives. So I seek out people who are actually trying to solve the things that are going on around them. And today, I've got a guest who did just that. Joining me today is Gustavo Rubacha from Argentina. Now, be advised that English is not his native language, so be patient. But the most important part about this man's story is how a single event, a heart attack at the age of 37, completely changed his priorities and led him to focusing on helping senior citizens and people who are in a similar situation as himself never be stranded in case disaster or emergency strikes. It's a profoundly interesting story. I really love the way that he channeled all of his energy into something good and he recognized that he had many different skills and he was able to put those skills to use on something that will benefit a lot of people. It's a deeply, deeply, deeply inspiring story about priorities and about what really, really matters in life at the end of it. So I'm very excited for you to meet Gustavo Rubacha, the creator of Band, a life-saving smartwatch for seniors. Well, welcome to the show, Gustavo. First of all, thank you so much for joining me and thank you for being here today. Oh, thank you. You had your big idea when you were 37 years old. What did you do before then? What did you do in your career before you had this changed in your life? I start uh, doing software for retail stores at 17 years old. And I continue with this company until I think 27 years old. And then I start doing some uh, software development for uh, e-learning. And when when I had this this problem at at 37 years old, I start thinking, okay, I have the tools to help other people doing what I do. Uh, using technology and software to help other people, why do wh- why why I can't do that to help others to yeah. to don't have the same problem I, as as I had and and also to prevent and give them tools for them in case an emergency have something that helps them uh, get the the best care as possible. Absolutely. So obviously, when you had a heart attack at the age of 37, that was unexpected, right? There were no warning signs. You had no idea that that was coming. No, absolutely nothing. Uh, Do you know why looking back or is it a random chance? Uh, For my understanding, it was related to to stress. At this moment, I live in, in Argentina. I am from Argentina. And... Probably the, the, the things happens in, in our countries are part of this, that we, we live on stress all the time because all the changes happen so all the times in, in these countries. Mm-hmm. 
Do you think that the stress was more related to the environment around you or to your work or yeah. to your career? No, I think for uh, for the environment, probably, yes. Okay. So what kind of changes, what, did, what sort of things were causing you stress leading up to it? I don't know if you know the story of Argentina, but... The, the, Many was, ups and downs. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. The economy, it's, it's really complicated. Yep. The politics also, and it's really difficult. And that's one, one of the reasons I decided to move here to the U.S. Mm -hmm. Where do you live now? In Florida, in Clearwater, Florida. Oh, Clearwater. We had another guest from Clearwater. My grandma used to live in Clearwater, Florida. Beautiful yeah. area. I love yeah, it over there. Very nice. Yeah, it's so I have to ask, do you know the uh, Frenchie's Rockaway Grill? Have you ever been there on the beach? Absolutely, yes. Yes. All right. The other guy didn't know it. We've got one. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. used to go there as a kid. When I was a small child, I'd be there. Yeah, I like it. Yes. Since I was very, very young, and it was very different than it is today. So you had a wake-up call. A physical wake-up call. You're doing what a lot of people are doing. You're going to a normal job for much of your working life. You're developing some skills, but you're using those skills to help other people or to build something for somebody else, for a company. And then one day, you're forced to reevaluate all of your life's priorities. Absolutely. You're forced yeah. to say, wow, this is something really big and really unexpected. Why is it? that when people are confronted with a major or life-threatening moment, that it brings certain things into clarity, do you think? I think because you you are in, in, the, in the breaking point that you start to evaluate what's, what is important in life other than the, the things you normally do and you, you don't pay attention. How did you reevaluate your relationship with stress afterwards? Did you make some changes? I try. I okay. try. But it's not easy because, no. again, it's the environment also that affects you. Yeah. And it's been very tough lately, very tough couple of years. Also here in the United States, it's tough. There's war in Ukraine. There's war around the world. There's famine yes. coming. Stock market is down. There's a lot of stress right now. Rents Absolutely, up, mortgages yes. up. It is a difficult time, and they believe that it's only going to get more difficult. So there is stress all yeah. around. Yes, Do you absolutely. But I, I try to to take the things on another way to don't affect me as affected me in the past. Yeah. So when you had the decision to do something with your skills, which I think is fantastic, you say, I've got these skills I've been built, building over my career. I can do something meaningful. I can help people. Where did you begin? What was the first step that you took <laughs> to do something along those lines? When, when I started thinking about helping other people, the first thing I did was a medical ID device that include some technology inside and we start using NFC to uh, to to allow first responders or a doctor to access the medical information of the of the user in case of an emergency and that's that's the main the the, the first thing I, I did uh in regards to this 
And then we, we start adding another things uh, and other technologies to new products. Uh, and this is, this is what uh, guide me to, to be on, on this new product that I think it's a, it's a really good solution for, for people with pre-existing conditions and, all, and mainly for seniors, helping them to be active, independent, and, and safe. And so to be clear, there are two products now. There's Luti Key and Luti Band, right? Or is there more? <clears throat> no. Uh, we start with a, with a previous one that was Endless ID. That's that's the, the medical ID device. And then we add more technology and we created LutiKey that it's a Bluetooth tracker, but also including a medical ID inside. And now we are we are just launched a new product. It's LutiBand, that it's a smartwatch oriented for seniors and people with pre-existing conditions. That on on each product we add more technology to to allow the user to be more independent from a world is um, from a phone that most of the of the smartwatch requires a phone to be connected to enable to work uh, this is the this is the last product I created and we are focusing on this product right now okay so if you came from software, the idea of creating a smartwatch seems very challenging. How yeah. did you begin to build something that complicated? Yeah, it was to be honest, it was really complicated because I don't have expertise on 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 doing hardware. But I was working like an year and a half with different factories to find the best solution we can do, and I. To be honest, I start creating the idea. I created the design of the of the smartwatch and try to add all the technology I had available to to do the best product I can. But it was really challenging for me. So you go to manufacturers and they make the product, and you're making the software yourself, or you're leading. No, that I have a team of of team. developers. Yes. Okay. And yeah. did you have to build that team of developers or were they people that you knew from your previous work? Yes, there are people, most of them are people who are working with me from a long time ago. Okay. Yeah. So there's a huge advantage, even if you're working in a job, of the connections that you have developed. Yes, and also I, 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 have, I have people that work for me from Argentina and they still are working with me. Okay. So when this happened, did you just instantly quit your job or did you decide to slowly transition to this? How long did it take before you were full-time on this project? Uh, on this new product, what's the transition from the previous version, the LutiKey, to this one? And we, we continue selling this, this product and now we are focusing on on this new product because we really we really think that can change the the life of a lot of people yeah 
And for you personally, did you quit your job right after you had the heart attack or did you transition to building your own company? How did that work? No, at this moment I was working. I, I always work on my own company from okay. 17 years old. Mm. Uh, so was part of, of my transition on, on my own path, path uh, to change the focus on what I want to do. Yeah. So do you recommend that for a lot of people? Because I think it's no secret that many people are stuck in a job that they hate, that they either don't like or they actively hate their job. Do you recommend the idea of having and keeping a job over here and continuing to build your own thing on the side? Is that something that you think would benefit people? I I think for me, I think it's really important to for anyone to do what they really love to do. But I know the reality of many people that don't have any choice. So if they can do a, do their own path doing what they love, in the meantime, they have another job, I think it's a good idea, but it's really challenging. Mm-hmm. It's not easy to create your own company. It's not easy to grow the company and live with with what we we really really love to do. Yeah. But I think the best thing for for any people will be to work with on, on something they really love to do, because it's not, it's not a job. True. So before you had this moment that changed everything, what mm-hmm. kind of things were you building with your company before? Mainly we did uh, software development for retails, retail stores. And then I started doing uh, e-learning programs for companies. Interesting. Yeah, I've, I've worked with some e-learning myself. Some of my clients, I do e-learning as well. So you worked uh-huh. with different LMSs and you helped build out curriculum or? Yes, we what what we did was uh, developing program for companies for internal uh, training. Mostly the, the content was from, from, the, from, from them and we translate all this content to be online and to do quiz and exams and all this stuff. Yeah. Cool. Well, I'm curious to talk a little bit about Lutibend itself. Mm-hmm. So one of the main problems that you hinted at is if a smartwatch needs a phone to operate, why is that an issue? Because in case of an, an emergency, mainly because we are focusing on, on seniors or, or people with pre-existing conditions, in, in an event of an emergency, maybe you don't have the phone with you to initiate a call or, 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 or initiate an alert that you need help. And this is the, for us, was the main challenge, how we can have a product that 
will be independent from any other device to be near or connected to this. And this is the main reason we, we try to do a smartwatch that have data connection and calling in the watch itself to, to don't require to be near or connected to a phone. Yeah. So what kind of information is important? So let's say that I, I am a bit older and I fall or something bad happens to me. What mm -hmm. does this watch, what does it need to be able to do to save somebody's life? Okay, on, on our product, when the user have any type of emergency, uh, they can press and hold the, the smartwatch button and we will connect uh, the user directly with the emergency services. And we have an integration with them to be able to send the to, to, to the 911 the actual location of the person is having an emergency. Also, we are measuring blood pressure, uh, oxygen in blood, uh, heart rate, and body temperature. And we share this information at the moment of the emergency with the 911. And also we are sharing with them all the medical information uh, of the user, like pre-existing conditions, allergy, medications they are taking. And all this information will help the emergency services to take care of the user the best, the best way as possible. When did you launch this new product? Uh, one month ago. One month ago. We okay. are we are just launching. <laughs> uh, yeah. Have people? Has the feedback been positive? Have you heard any good stories from people? Yes, to be honest, there are there are many people that are are really thanks for for the product because the main the main the main problem one of one of the things. Uh, one of the reasons I, I want to develop a product like this is because all the products are, are on the market. There are, there are like all products. I don't know why, but most of the products don't have biometrics information. Most of the products are not connecting the user directly to the 911. Most, most of the products don't have any integration with the 911. So if you call the 911, they don't know who you are. Mm -hmm. So this is the main thing. I, I think, I really think that will help a lot of people because it, it's something really, really important. And other companies are, are, are not taking this, these important things to, to the, their problems. Yeah. Now, when you are doing something like this, you're entering territory of some very big companies, obviously, like Apple and Samsung and all of that. How does it feel mm -hmm. to make a product that, in some sense, could be a competitor with some of the biggest companies on Earth? I don't think we are competing with them because mainly they... they, they the main focus for them, it's not people like seniors. I think our main competitors are 
other ones. There are big companies, not like Apple, but there are other companies that develop product for seniors. But to be honest, I, I are really basic products. Yeah. Um, I don't think we are competing with Apple or Samsung or, or these type of companies. Okay. But again, I always say there are markets for anyone. Mm. The market is really big. Yeah. So do you do you think that this is the kind of stuff you will be working on for the rest of your career, products for seniors and health-related products in general? I, I hope so, yes. Nice. I, 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 now I am working with the next generation of these products. Mm. Because I think always have room to improvement and the technology, it's, it's growing. And I think there are always, there are things to, to improve on the product. And we are working on the, on the next version and we just launched the first one. Wow. Very exciting. So describe the feeling of working on something that has a mission that is greater than yourself. How does it change the way you feel when you have a hard day or when you go to work in the morning? Does it change your attitude? (laughs) To be honest, I, I really like what I do. It's not challenging for me to wake up and start working. I, I work from 8 a.m. to 11 p.m. all days. Wow, okay. And I really like what I do. And I really like trying to help others. But it's not hard for me, but it's challenging to bring a new product to the market. It's not easy. Yeah. But I think it's, it's important to do it. Very nice. So what then does a typical day look like for you? What are you doing in all of those hours from 8 until 11? Depends on on, on the stage of of each project, but normally I start uh, the day speaking with suppliers and I end the day also uh, speaking with suppliers because of the difference on, on times. But during the day, I try to speak with customers. I, I like to speak with customers to know what, what they feel, what they think the product have to be improved, and what, what they need they have that we can solve. And obviously, also working with the developers and I try to have a few hours a day to to think about new products, new solutions. Uh, This helped me a lot. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, for people who want to start something, for somebody who maybe just had a change in their own life and they want to help people, what advice would you have to somebody who wants to build a product? or a complicated product, especially if they have no experience? If they have no no experience, they have to do a lot of research. They have to try to to speak with different companies, have different inputs from completely different people, 
and try to try to get the more the more information as possible to make decisions. It's not easy to do a new product. It takes a lot of time, takes a lot of money too, but you have to test really good the product. You have to test all, all the stages of the development. It's not easy, but I think it's worth it. Yeah. And you were saying, do you think it requires a lot of money to bring a new product? Do people have to have money in order to build a product business or should Dep they get it investors? Depends on the product. Some products don't require too much because our product that don't require a lot of technology. But if you are talking about a smartwatch, requires a big investment. Sometimes you, if you have a good idea, there are investors open to invest on really good products, on really good ideas. It's not easy, but if you if you are really committed to 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 what you want to do, it's possible. That's so cool. So, do you think that you know moving to the United States, changing your physical environment? Mm -hmm. also changing the focus of your work. Did these things help you feel differently than before? Do you feel better now? Do you feel happier now? Absolutely, yes. I feel more more stable than yeah. when I was in Argentina. Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And was, I think, was part of, of the change I, I, I had to do. Yeah. Yeah. Was it easy or very difficult to come to the U.S.? Uh, it's it's not easy. Was no. not easy. <laughs> no, it's no. Not. because the the it's a completely different country. Yeah, uh, and also I had to start from zero here. Yep. And again, it's not easy. I know. I've done it. I've done it as well, and my wife has done it. Yeah. My wife is half Costa Rican and half European. And uh, we know the struggle. It is not easy. Yeah. I can it's not her. easy, but it's possible. But it's possible. Yeah, if you really want it, I agree. Yeah. I think it is possible. If you really, really care to do it, you can do it. But it's yeah, going to take absolutely. some work. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so um, what do you think the next five years, if everything goes great, what do you expect might happen in the next five years? Where would you like to be? <sighs> I hope I hope I can I can be at the same project uh, doing better products, uh, maybe increasing the 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 options I will be able to offer to to my customers, and uh, helping others. This is the main thing for us. So why do you think people who are unhappy in their work or unhappy with their life, what do you think the reason for the unhappiness is? I think most of, most of, most of the people are not happy is because they are not doing what they really love to do or what they really want to do. And happens a lot. Yeah, a lot. Yeah. Like 70% of people in the United States say that they hate their job. Yeah. Hate it. But maybe that they don't have any option. Yeah. 
it's it's something at some point you have to do. You have to do what you love to do. Maybe not full time, but part time you have to do something that really, really like to do. What if you like to do something, but there's no money in it? Or what if you like to do something, but it's not successful? What do you do? It's frustrating, but I think you have to continue. Because when you have something that you really think that will help people, we have to continue. Sometimes you can fail, but it, always you learn something from the good and the bad. You have to take to take what do you think will help you move forward, but you have to continue. I had things that didn't work, of course, but I continue trying. What were some of the things that didn't work? For example, when I when I started, I developed a lot of software and invested a lot of time developing product that the people was not prepared for that. When I when I start doing software for retail stores, I am talking about more than thirty five years ago. In Argentina, the retails didn't have computers. And I and I I was selling software for, for people that didn't have computers. Wow. So the the main challenge for me at this moment was okay, what can I do to solve this problem? And at this point, at this point, I partnered with IBM in Argentina to provide this a solution together to retail stores. And this is this is the way I solved the problem, but I was with dealing with this problem for two or three years, trying to find a way because I really believe that that was a good solution for them. So I have to find a way to solve the problem. So how do you know if you should keep going on something that's not working out or if you should quit and go on to something else? It's hard to tell because there there are moments that you think or you feel that the solution or product you are trying to do have to work, but maybe you don't see what's the reason it's not working. And the main thing is try to find the reason and solve it. Because maybe it's maybe it's not your idea what is not working. Maybe it's the way you are you are developing the idea to solve the problem. And uh, maybe you have to change some things, but I think the most important thing is to get feedback from the from your potential users or, mm-hmm. cl- or customers. Mm-hmm. I think it's the best way. 
That makes sense. So when you came up with the idea for Luti Band, did you know at that time that you wanted only to be mainly for seniors or did that come later? Was that the first thought that you had? Because you were relatively young, obviously, when you had your heart attack. Yes. Uh, to be honest, the main reason, the main reason uh, to decide to focus on seniors was because I researched about what's the product on the market for seniors and what we can we do best to help them. Because again, I think most of the products on the market for seniors are products from another century. Wow. I, I, I can't believe that they are still selling a, a, a button hanging on the neck. All right. I was going to ask about that. Yeah, I, I can't believe that they they still selling that. And and to be honest, if you speak with the with the seniors, they don't want to use that. Most of them they use them they use them because they have to, or maybe because their their family members want them to use them. But for sure, they are they are not happy to go around with some a button hanging on the neck. Yeah, yeah. My grandma had one of those for a while. Yeah, they're not and happy. She's happy about that. No, she was not happy about that. She didn't want that at all. Yeah, I imagine. Nope. Nope. Yes. Oh, and now they have a, a smartwatch. Yeah, it's much much better, of course. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I I love it. I love the story. Um, so, how do you think? We hear the story so often of a big, big, big life event, a near-death experience. Mm -hmm. How can people make changes to their life without needing a near-death experience? <sighs> to be honest, I don't know. The thing is, I, I think that the, the main thing, it's, it's not easy, but the main thing is try to be calm and try to don't stress too much. There are things that you can change, but there are other things you can you can change them. So try to make your life the, the easy way as possible and try to do whatever you really like to do. And this helps a lot because when you are not happy, this type of, of things can happen because you are not happy doing what, what you are doing. And you are doing it all day, all days. True. True. Okay. Well, it's some very wise advice. Yes, I think a lot of people could uh, do well to think about that. Stress is one of those things that we don't talk about very often. Mm -hmm. Certainly, we glorify working more and more and more working long hours, struggling harder. And for many of us, unfortunately, we need to in this country. We need to work harder. We don't want to, but we don't have a choice. Like you said, a lot of people don't have a choice. Yes. yes. And that is hard. It's hard for it's people who hard. are just getting by to think yeah. about that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's hard. But at some point, we have to to do a change because we 
we can live like this forever. Mm-hmm. We have to do something about that. Do you do meditation, yoga, mindfulness? No. None of that. <laughs> no, <laughs> None of that. No. Cold, cold showers? No, I don't. I, again, I like what I do. I, For me, it's not a shock. Uh, for me, I really like wake up in the morning and start working. Mm-hmm. I really like it. Because I do what I love to do. Well, that's great. That's the dream. And that's why you're here. You're here to inspire other people to do what they love to do. Um, what is there something that you believe that is unusual that nobody else believes? Or is there a piece of advice that has always worked for you that other people might not think about? I think uh, I think when, when you are doing something... Uh, part of this have to be to help others. I, I think I this is the for me it's an important thing. You you always have to think that what you do help other people because I I think it's part of the any any type of business at some point have to solve a problem. And help others. This is the way I think about that. Yeah. Well, I like that. I think it's a great philosophy. And that seems to be a common theme that your life changes and your relationship with work changes when you have a mission that is bigger than yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. We've heard it time and again on this show over and over and over again. So it must be true. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Great. Yes. Well, um, as we kind of round out the interview, first of all, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate sitting down with you. Um, Do you have any final parting words or advice for people who want to start something new? I mean, you've covered a lot of ground, but I want to give you a last word to get something in, if you like. I think if you want to do something, do it. Try to do whatever you like to do. And try it, try it. I think worth it. And will help you be happier. Great. Sounds good. And where can people support your projects and where can they find more information about the companies you've built? The, the, they can access our website, it's lutiband.com, and they will be able to see what we can do for them. And that is L-U-T-I-B-A-N-D dot com. Lutiband dot com. So if you're out there and you know a senior or you know somebody who could use a little extra assistance, might be a good gift, birthday gift, holiday gift, you never know. Could be good to help somebody, anybody who's wearing a button around their neck and wants something a little more functional and a little more stylish. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Right? Yes, I agree. All right. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much, Gustavo, for taking the time. I really appreciate you sitting down with me. Thank you. And and with that, the uh, official podcast is over. (laughs) 